0: Just having business data isn't enough, but ZoomInfo leverages that data to unlock useful insights like who to reach and how to reach them so you can grow your business. Unlock insights at zoominfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market.
1: What is going on? It's been a while. It has been a while, Bills Mafia. What is going on? Welcome into the Overreaction Sports Podcast brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, the voice of the Overreaction Sports Podcast, Joe Miller. And you can find me now on Buffalo Rumblings. You can also as always find me on twitter at joe miller wired and it is so good to have you in if you are a long time listener or if you are a first time listener whatever you are however you got here whatever device you were listening to my voice on let me just say welcome 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 it's good to have you and like i always do, always say whether it's the season or the off season and you know we're going to talk a little bit about the off season we're going to talk a little bit about The season. We're going to talk a little bit about the Buffalo Bills. We're going to talk a little bit about maybe everything. I don't know. We'll see. We'll just, this is going to be a a wandering kind of random affair and we're going to see where it kind of goes, but all that to say this, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee on your drive to work or maybe home from work, I don't know. I don't know when this is going to air (laughs) or at the gym with your AirPods in. Let me just say one last and final time. Welcome. This is the Overreaction Sports Podcast brought to you, as I said, by the Market Dominator. Who is the Market Dominator, you might ask? Well, the Market Dominator is my good friend, John Spazchek, and John Spazchek is a real estate broker with Keller Williams the largest real estate brokerage in the world and uh John is a great friend of mine and if you need to buy buy a home or sell a home uh you want to go to the best person you can possibly go to and I'm telling you right now hands down I've used him my friends have used him he is the best there is nobody better so do me a favor call John Spaz, check right now if you need to buy a house Or if you need to sell the house, you're in 716-570-3298. The number again is 716-570-3298. You can also reach him via email, yourelitebroker at gmail.com, yourelitebroker at gmail.com. He is also Bill's Mafia, and he is also on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at yourelitebroker. How you doing, Bill's Mafia? It's been a minute. It's been a minute like I've been on a little bit of a break and it's it's as much as I have been on a, a brain break. Right. So I haven't been doing a lot of content, a lot of cre- uh, creative content uh, as far as for you know, alternative content for the Buffalo Bills or for sports in general. Uh, I've been driving myself into the ground in my regular day job. This is a hobby for me. Uh, this 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 Buffalo alternative sports content thing. At least it's a hobby for me right now. Um, and my, my day job has, uh, found me on the other side of 12 hour days for about 30 days straight, trying to finish up a building project. So the break came at a right time. Uh, it, it basically gave my brain the opportunity to kind of relax and, uh, kind of regain some serotonin, and some adrenaline. And then on the flip side, it, uh, basically I, at, at my age, I beat my, my body into the ground trying to get a building project done for work. But, uh. All that being said, I feel good. I'm excited to be here with you. Uh, I'm really excited about this move, surprise, surprise, to Buffalo Rumblings. And uh, if you were listening to the Joe Marino uh, Locked on Bills podcast last week, then you got the exclusive with Joe, because Joe got not Bruce exclusive, Joe got the exclusive, Joe exclusive. Uh, that I was moving from Fanatics, uh, Buffalo Fanatics, uh, to Buffalo Rumblings. And just so everybody is aware, my time at Fanatics was amazing. Uh, it, it was a great time. I never expected, I never expected when I started this podcast in October of 2019 uh, for it to get as big as it did, for it to grow as much as it did. I didn't expect platforms to be given to me like YouTube live shows, the Hump Day Hotline. I never expected to... Come into contact with and become pretty good friends with guys like John Fina and have a show with John Fina called the Off Tackle with John Fina show. Uh it's been it's been an amazing ride. Uh I love the guys at at Fanatics. I love Pierre, I love Bobby, I love Rico, uh Judge and Tilt and everybody, Clay, uh you name it, Napa's over there, all all the guys, you know, Z who took my spot on Wednesdays. Uh, everybody over there is fantastic. I love everybody over there, um, and I, it's hard because you forget somebody, right? Adam is over there clearly. Uh, Jeremy and Max is over there. Like, there's just, there's always somebody that you're gonna forget. Casey Reed is over there. Uh, I love all those guys. I love I love the whole lineup, he, he, and there's a lot of new guys over there too. So like, I I I kind of went stage right. And they went out and found a whole bunch of new talent <laughs> to replace me pretty quickly. Uh, I don't know if I should be offended by that or not. That's a joke. I'm not offended. I know how this works. So uh, but uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, for those of you that are fanatics fans uh, that you stick with me because you're gonna get the same content, the same great content, the same great voice, the same great emotional overreaction uh, to our Buffalo Bills and all things uh, football related. And if you are a Rumblings fan, I hope that you can make room for me uh, in your week somewhere. Please do me that. At least give me a shot. And hopefully this is the shot that you are giving me. Uh, But it is fantastic to be here. Uh, Just uh, changing platforms, looking for something kind of new and something kind of fresh uh, opportunities and things like that. And, uh, yeah, just looking to kind of grow this thing. So super excited for me, super excited for my show, super excited for my fans and all of you loyal listeners to the overreaction sports pod. I'm excited that you're uh, still riding with me. So appreciate y'all. Uh, but, uh, some good things, some good things are going on. And some of those good things are the fact that, uh, we're going to see the return of yours. Truly Joe Miller, the voice uh, basically on Wednesday nights, right on YouTube, except, uh, w- or I should say with the hump day hotline with your best friend and mine, Jay Spence, the King, uh, the difference is, is it's not going to be on, uh, or it's, it's not going to be on fanatics YouTube channel. It's going to be on rumblings, uh, the Buffalo rumblings YouTube channel. So what I need you to do, I need you to do me a favor and I need you to navigate your way. You're listening to this podcast and I promise you, whether you're listening on your laptop your phone or whatever it is if you navigate away from your podcast app and you navigate over to youtube and you you search buffalo rumblings uh and you subscribe to it right now i promise you it will not disconnect you from this podcast and from my voice so right now do that so in order to get the hump day hotline on wednesdays and i'm going to give more information is like in the coming weeks as far as when that show is going to return but what i need you to do right now is go to buffalo rumblings youtube page and subscribe we need to get that number way up so send your send your buddies an email uh send your girlfriends a text message uh whatever you got to do get your friends in and on to the buffalo rumblings uh youtube channel so that we can kind of get that thing rolling also the off tackle with john fina show is going to be staying with me here at rumblings uh so i've already contacted john uh, i don't know what the frequency is going to be last year if you know we did a, a show every four weeks we did we broke it the season down in quarters which was awesome. We had a really great time with that. John is a great listen, and we kind of have a cool chemistry and kind of a neat, fun vibe. I'll be honest with you, if you're not following John Fina, you need to. He is a wonderful follow. Uh, It's at John Fina. But that show is going to be following me here uh, at Rumblings as well. I know we're going to do a free agency pod. I know that we're going to do a draft pod. There's going to be some others in there, maybe some OTAs and things like that. And then we probably, at the very least, will do a quarterly pod as well. But John is game for anything. And John has said to me, hey, look, Joe, if, you, if you've if you got the bandwidth to do more shows, then, then he's in. Uh, John loves the Buffalo Bills. He's got a passion and a and a a veracity for the uh, uh, a fire for the Bills. The same the same fire that we carry. He is Bills Mafia. Uh, So that so so stay tuned for that. But here here's a couple things. Uh, In a couple of weeks, this show, the Overreaction Podcast, sports podcast, is actually going to go from being a pre recorded show, right? Like I'm doing right now. I'm recording this on Sunday night a pre-recorded show on Sunday night where I'm sitting in my studio on my microphone uh, talking uh, to you guys as far as bringing content to you. It's going to go from that, which gets released on Monday, to a live-recorded podcast. So did you hear what I said? So this this show is going to go from being a pre-recorded, then bounced, dropped, whatever you want to call it, onto a podcast network the next day. It's going to go from being a pre-recorded show to, uh, to a to a provided show on Monday, it's going to go from that to a live YouTube show. Uh, it's also, I believe, going to appear on the Buffalo Rumblings uh, uh, Facebook page as well as their Twitter page and Periscope. Uh, it's going to go to that. It's going to go to a live YouTube show uh, where you're going to be able to interact with me as I'm recording this show. The Overreaction Pod is going to Sunday nights. Uh, and it's going to be live, and then it will be dropped on Monday as well. For those of you that are unable to tune in on Sunday nights live, you can still get your Joe Miller overreaction voice fix on Mondays. So one more reason that you you need to go to, to YouTube right now, Google search, I should say YouTube search, Buffalo Rumblings, and subscribe. And oh, by the way, the Off Tackle with John Fina show is also going to a live show when we do it. So... I've just given you three really great reasons to go to YouTube right now and subscribe. And then the good news just keeps on coming, right? I've just, I've got, I've got a bevy. I've got a bevy of good news for y'all today. The last one is this during the season. If you follow my podcast and you follow this show, I don't really have the opportunity or the it's it doesn't work inside of my script when I'm talking about the bills both pre-game and post-game uh to have guests on my show like in season it's 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 impossible and I don't I don't even try to do it I have I have people not only hitting me up all the time saying, Hey man, I'd love to get on your show. I'd love to talk bills with you. And I respond with, man, I would love to talk bills with you. Like I would love to get you on my show. The problem is, is in season is not the time for me. And then they usually chuckle me off and, uh, and laugh at me and say, Oh sure. And and it's like, no, no, no dude, seriously. That's what the off season is for the off season, this off season. I'm going to feature a guest almost every single week of the off season up until Uh, The season starts back up once again. Uh, And I do have a guest with me this week. With that being said, I am now joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the judge, if you will, (laughs) Stephen Mathis, the podcast director for the Buffalo Fanatics. Great friend of mine. Uh, Could say that you discovered me uh, possibly Uh, host of the air raid hour uh, host of the take better known as the better half of the bills guys. Sorry, tilt. Uh, I don't mean that personally to you, but uh, yeah, man. How are you, Steve? Welcome to the show.
2: Uh, Two things. First of all, when you have tilt on the show, you're going to say the same exact thing to him.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's true. It's true.
2: And, and second of all, (laughs) Uh, I remember right, right when we had sort of like our little exit interview when you left Fanatics, you said to me like, "Hey, do you want to be the first guest on my show?" I was like, "Sure, right. I'd be honored." Uh, you know, when, wherever you end up next, I'd be happy to be the first guest on your show. And then you posted a tweet like three or like two, three weeks ago, and you're like, "Big, big first guest, ready to get back at it." I'm like, "Oh, he forgot about me,
1: huh?" Mm-mm.
2: So uh, people are going to be <laughs> severely disappointed when they open up uh, this recording and find out I was the the guy you were hyping up.
1: I don't think so. I think that if you can bring the same energy that you brought last year around this same time which we're going to talk about, um I think that you might end up in like Bill's Mafia folklore because <laughs> you did something last year. I don't know, and I want to get into it but I don't want, I don't want to get into it yet. But you you did something last year on another show as a guest and made some predictions and whether you were joking whether you were just being optimistic, whether you truly felt it. And I have some like I could probably push back on some of the no, no, no. I was really feeling that stuff because obviously there was a lot of conversation inside the BF chat as far as like, you know, Josh Allen and where he sits and where he fits and how we feel about it and blah, 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 blah. But I'm looking for that same kind of energy from you. Like, like, give me profit. It's going to be the profit math soon is what <laughs> I'm kind of hoping. Uh, but real quick, tell me what's going on with you, man. How you feeling? You know,
2: I'm doing good. Uh, You know, it's the off season. You can relax a little bit, but you know, both me and me and Dave, this is our favorite part of the year because, as Mm -hmm. much as we love, as much as we love the season, you know, you, you know, have some semblance of a memory of the '90s Bills and what the what it was like (laughs) for the Bills to be good. Dave and I grew up on. Hey, the off season is when we can sort of scout draft prospects, look at free agents, right. and sort of envision in our head a picture of what success looks like. Right. And then the regular season would come and it would just it would all have been for naught. But for a Bills fans, especially Bills fans my age, um, I just hit the big 3-0. Uh the off season was the best part of, of the season. So uh I I, I still love it. Um, I can literally talk NFL draft for days. I can talk NFL wow. free agency for days. Uh, you know, if everybody's hopeful, even if you're a Jets and a Dolphins fan, everybody's hopeful, uh, everybody's hopeful in, uh, you know, February and March
1: right 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 so we are uh we are not going to talk nfl free agency or nfl draft for days <laughs> i tried today. to get you i tried to get you yes you did you did but i was like let's do something a little more fun. i've been trying to keep bills mafia on track and it's just it, it's just the overreaction dude in me and what's funny is i'm not an emotional guy like i don't cry like i'm an enneagram eight i'm an intj i'm a high thinker like i'm i'm totally deta- detached from my feelings i'm not compassionate i'm not empathetic but like for, from a bills Mafia standpoint i want buff i want bills mafia to realize your football team played 19 games this year and won 15 of them they won (laughs) 15 freaking football games talk about i mean how is that are you are you over it have you come down are you still
2: here's another great story for you so every every year i say to myself i'm gonna watch back every bills game this year i'm gonna watch back Mm -hmm. every bills game Mm -hmm. Uh, on NFL Game Pass. I'm going to watch every game back. I'm going to, you know, take notes. I'm going to assess this, assess that. I'm just going to just enjoy some games on a Saturday when, you know, I got nothing else to do. I'm going to pop on an old football game, watch an old football game just to sort of, you know, reminisce. And every year I I say I'm going to do that. And then like, I only end up watching three or four games, like the three or four games that made me feel good inside. Uh, This year there was literally like knowing how the season went, even though it ended the way it did in Kansas City, like knowing how the season went, uh yeah, I can, you know, I only have to skip, I only have to skip four games, that's right. <laughs> the two Chiefs that's right. games, the Titans game and the Cardinals game. And the Cardinals right. game was fun up until the last right. 35 seconds. So right. um, yeah, I can actually rewatch some games this year and, and enjoy it. But yeah, my mind is always like the second the season was over, it's like, all right, how do we improve the running game? How do we improve the deep? Like, that's right. just exactly where my mind went. So I'm, I'm not like you. I don't like to slow down, but right. uh, uh, maybe I should. And this made me slow down. And I had a lot of fun uh, with with, what we got cooking up today.
1: Yeah, so this is inspired by, I was on the Joe Marino show last week. Um, I don't, if you caught that show or not, that's fine. And we had, (laughs) no, did you? Cool, cool. We had a great time, just for those that didn't hear. We, Joe contacted me and he's like, hey, let's do a show together. Let's let's do a collab and uh, let's talk, like rank the Bills wins. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And like, I even opened it up. He's like, so, you know what you know what's your number one and I was like yes like all of them like they're like <laughs> let's just put on a bills one of the 15 wins let's watch them all like uh but it was a cool and I just thought that that would be, be a very neat experience so what we're going to do for the listeners what we're, we're going to jump into it here in a second I got one quick thing I want to do before we do that uh what we're going to do is uh we're going to rank I'm going to go 10 to 1 instead of 1 to 10 uh the, the 10 top in our opinions yours versus mine Mm -hmm. uh josh allen touchdowns not passing touchdowns not rushing touchdowns just touchdowns it can be either or it can be right so he caught one um, he did catch one that's right uh he uh i saw that one as well it did not make my list little sneaker there it may have made, (laughs) made yours uh before i do that um a second ago i told everybody uh that you you were probably the guy that discovered me how did you, dis- how we've never really debriefed on that. Like, how yeah. did you end up, how did you end up? Cause you just hit my DMS one day. Hey bro. And I was like, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, well, and- you know,
2: I, you know, I always tell people, uh, Twitter is, uh, both my therapist and the reason why I need a therapist. So,
1: um, <laughs> so good. I'm on so good. Twitter,
2: I'm on Twitter all the time and you started to become really active on Twitter and promoting your show when you first started your show and right when pierre and rico brought me on they said hey listen you guys are great but find somebody better no (laughs) um they wanted they wanted some more content because when it first started it was me it was dave and then we 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 brought on bot who actually was there before us but came back yeah and we were just looking you know to add some more some more podcasts looking to add some more talent and i had been listening to your show uh really enjoyed your show and i said one of the eight people
1: (laughs) <laughs> One of the eight people at the time that was listening to my show. <laughs> Go um, ahead. <laughs> uh,
2: you know, I loved your quality. And I'm like, I'm like I am like, I feel like this dude's got an it factor. And I think that he is like me, uh, beating his head against the wall, trying to get 30 people to listen to his podcast. Mm, so mm. why not reach out and see if you wanted to come join the Buffalo Fanatics platform? And, and that's what made it really easy. Like, it's so much, it, it's great to make content. It's great to sort of just do things you're passionate about. And not in like a narcissistic way. It's better when there's a bigger audience or at least a, right. a significant audience because there's more people you can communicate with. There's more mm. people you can share your ideas with. Um, you know, it's it's better to have a community of, you know, a couple hundred or a thousand than it is to have, I think, at least in the in the podcasting game, than of five or six people.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you're a lot like me. And there's there's a handful of us, uh, Jay Spence, Bruce Nolan, um, that that are very interactive. Uh, especially on Twitter. Um, And I think that's You just said it. That's what I love the most about it. Like I don't ever want to be the Twitter guy or the, the content creator guy that's on Twitter that just puts tweets out and expects everybody to like my tweet, retweet my tweet and like respond to me. But I don't like their like, like their comments back and I don't respond Mm -hmm. to them. Like, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't know what the word is. I don't think the word is smug, but I I I just, I, I want the interaction. Right. And you do too. Like, I know you do. Um, and I love that about you. And I just, I wanted to go down that road just real quick because even publicly, Steve, I've never thanked you. Uh, <laughs> so I just, I pre, dude, I was doors open to me because you, you shot me a DM, and I'll be honest with you, I was nervous. I didn't know what it meant. Like I'm like, I didn't know there was networks. Like you know what <laughs> I mean? Like what does that even mean? There's net. I mean, I listened to a couple people. Um, I had listened to you guys. I had listened to like, uh, Clayton Garrett. Um, and I had listened to, uh, obviously Bruce, Nick and Bruce at the time, Nick and Nolan at the time and some others, but like, you're like, Hey, you, do you want to join our party? And I'm like, what's that mean? And you're like, well, there's no contracts or anything. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> wh- why would there be a contract? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But, dude, like, and and just the trust that, that you guys, Pierre and uh, Rico and Bobby, gave me as far as, like, giving me opportunities, like, to be on YouTube. And, obviously, you threw me the John Fina bone. Like, I was going to say, that, that's the
2: best matchmaking job I think I've ever done.
1: Yeah, we're getting married in the spring. Just in case, I, you're, I, if you want to be my best man, you can. Me and John. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey,
2: he lives down in Tucson, so I could probably make that
1: wedding, <laughs> right? Um, but thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. I just, uh, I, I'm where I am right now, literally because of Judge Mathis and that that simple DM that you sent me, and then obviously, uh, just the two of us working together. Um, we did some great stuff last year, even though we weren't. This is the first time we've done a podcast together. We did, in my opinion, some great stuff last year, just on team yeah. together. Uh, which was really, really cool. So, this Amen. is exciting for me.
2: I, I so, appreciate everything that you brought to the table. And I learned, uh, you know, just from just as much from you and gained just as much from you as I'm sure, yeah, uh, you know, you gained from me. So,
1: absolutely. It all equals out in the end. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, that's Judge Mathis. He's my guy. So, this is what we're going to do. So, we are going to uh, break into this thing and uh, we are going to rank, as I said a second ago, the Josh Allen's best touchdowns as you and I feel it uh 10 to 1 so 10th you know our 10th our 10th best to our number one um and what's funny is I think you had a little more of a difficult time putting oh. your list together than I did
2: uh I might have cheated towards the end and I might have, <laughs> how can, how I, might have you cheat? I might have I might you have taken, ga- th- I might games have taken three games in there <laughs> well I might have taken TDs from the same game and grouped them together Mm-hmm. uh so i may have cheated i was uh, tempted i was tempted uh, towards the end there
1: <laughs> i was tempted uh which <laughs> game was it uh there was uh was it the patriots game that the, the yeah, Diggs i, three I, I definitely game?
2: just i just <laughs> lumped all three of Diggs's touchdowns together
1: <laughs> uh you said you spent two hours putting this list together i didn't if, spend two hours
2: well the thing is is like i went through and i said I, I watched the i, I re a highlight video of all the josh allen touchdowns right uh, from you know 2020 and News flash there's a lot of them uh, yes. That's <laughs> and, a, that
1: you can't not smile during that, yeah. that 20 minutes <laughs>
2: and so I would I would go through and every so- time I saw a touchdown of note I would pause it and you know I'd write down the details right, right through what was going through my mind at the time that I watched it maybe even like in retrospect why that was such a big touchdown uh, and then you know by the time I was done I was at 20, 21 touchdowns Wow so i was like okay well you know this touchdown was really cool it was really great but it didn't really have any meaning behind it it was just cool um so like you mentioned the isaiah mckenzie throwback to josh allen for a touchdown like that one didn't make my list because like oh it was super cool but like eh, that was one of our what four losses all season and in like the grand scheme of things it didn't matter i love the cole beasley touchdown uh against uh the raiders because i just love i just love the fact that Josh Allen ripped a ball into a guy who was like double covered, who made a crazy acrobatic catch where I mean, he, we were, yeah,
1: where the placement of the ball, everything. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: After years of just watching like Trent Edwards, dump a ball down to like Fred <laughs> Jackson. You're like, Oh wow. Quarterbacks can do that. So, right, um, right, right. yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I finally got my list down to 10. Uh, and I think, you know, I think I got some solid meaning behind every single one of these touchdowns. I'm pretty so confident.
1: I, 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 I Sit oh man, situational football was important to me. However, uh sometimes it's the it's the complexity of the throw as well. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? So when I went through it, it was like, man, that was such a man, that was such a clutch throw. Like, so our our, I'm excited because our our lists may be a little bit different. But just to tease the fans or the listeners, I should say, one more time, the Bills fans, last season. Last and last season, Judge Mathis predicted that Josh Allen would have forty touchdowns. I think it was on Greg Thompson's show. Cover one, is that right?
2: Uh, it was with Joe Marino.
1: Oh, was it with Marino? Because I was yeah. sitting in the airport. <laughs> I was in the airport on my way to Cabo, Mexico, uh, listening to that podcast when you did it, and Joe, I think, was flabbergasted that you said forty.
2: Yeah, he uh, had actually heard me. He had actually heard me on a promo for our show, say like I, I sort of created a roadmap for how Josh Allen would get to 40. Uh, and he was like flabbergasted by it. And that's when he invited yeah. me on his show to sort of, uh, you know, talk it out.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, and then also inside of that, you said that if Josh Allen has 40 touchdowns that you were going to get J a 17 tattooed <laughs> on your butt cheek, Hey, uh, which got a lot of run. We had a lot of fun with that. Listen,
2: listen, first of all, I'm a man of my word. Um, so <laughs> I will explain that in a second, but um the bet with Spence was he would throw so when I was with Joe oh, yeah. I said he would have more than 40 combined touchdowns and he did right, right he had right. he hit that 40 mark between I think he had 42 between rushing throwing and receiving uh but what I told Spence because you know Spence me and him he has a way to 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 work my nerves and get me to say some stupid things uh we meet him he makes, and a, he
1: makes and he makes crazy bets that he wins like yeah, me and, having to buy a Corey Borges jersey
2: and he uh, he never forgets <laughs> he never forgets right right uh, So he screenshotted that. And that was just me like at the wits end of an argument with him about something. And I was like, listen, I think Josh Allen's going to have a great year. I think he can get 40 total touchdowns. I'm like, but there's no way in hell he's breaking the franchise record throwing 35. Like it's just not going to happen. I was like, if I do that, I'll get a tattoo of Josh Allen on my ass. Like I'll get the words (laughs) Josh Allen on my butt. So uh, I will be this summer. So my plan is – so my plan is – listen, quarantine has not been, uh, especially nice to my body. So I need to build up my biceps a little bit. I need to get my body back into, uh, shape to where, you know, I, I, I I gotta make the canvas. I gotta lay out Mm. the canvas before I can, Mm. you know, put the art on it. So, uh, this summer I will be getting two tattoos. So I was already planning on getting a tattoo. Uh, I will be getting a, um, the standing Buffalo, the standing Buffalo on, uh, one of my, uh, my biceps, my arm, with uh, the word "home" in cursive, and it. it's gonna be really nice and, and pretty nice. looking. And then while I'm doing that, I will also get JA seventeen in the smallest font possible uh, <laughs> smallest on one spot. of my butt cheeks.
1: What's funny about it is uh, you got the manscaper like the thing for free, and like you're in a position where it's like I don't think I want to shave the hair off, like <laughs> yeah, and reveal kidding. what's underneath it. It's
2: like why do you just have one <laughs> random patch of hair on your butt cheek? Don't don't don't, don't worry about it
1: that's amazing so after we're done doing these 10 and it probably won't take us too long to get through them maybe it will who knows we'll see what we'll see what time does to us uh i'm gonna have you step to the plate and predict for us uh and and see if you can come through one more time for bill's mafia and for josh allen and make a prediction on uh on touchdowns for the 2021 season, but let's get this thing finally kicked off uh, after all this time and bantering back and forth and kind of like setting it up. So what we're going to do, uh, as I said, is, uh, is we're going to rank from 10 to one, in our opinions, uh, the best touchdowns that Josh Allen was a part of contributed to in the 20 and i'm gonna let you go first so you're gonna do 10 then i'll do my 10 and my nine then you'll do your nine and your eight, your eight so the joe marino style and we'll get yeah, lost in the middle there, I prom- yeah yeah i promise you're gonna get lost because joe and i did too <laughs> uh but go ahead give me what is your number 10
2: all right my number 10 week two josh allen to john brown 46 yards versus the miami dolphins it put the, the buffalo guitar. bills up 31 to 20 with three minutes left in the game so it essentially put the game away and the reason why like It was a nice touchdown, but it wasn't one of his nicer touchdowns. It was a nice, you know, 46-yard deep bomb to John Brown. But this was the touchdown that told me this team and this season was going to be different because the Buffalo Bills of old, with three minutes left in the game, would have been run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt, and just hoping to count on their defense or milk the clock and win the game, you know, 24 to 20. That's not yeah, what these Buffalo Bills did. They took that shot down the field. Josh Allen connected with John Brown, and I knew we were in for a special season. That was the play that made me know we were in for a special season.
1: That's really good. And what's the better even the, the, not the better. One of the best parts about that play is the fact that like they made the attempt the play before. And mm-hmm. Brown and and Josh kind of miscommunicated in it. I don't want to say it almost got picked off, but it was a little bit of a dangerous pass. And that was the moment like I think I was on the couch and I was like, "Yeah," i'm glad you tried it like you showed me something but like let's just let's just run the ball and punt it and then <laughs> sure enough he backs up and chucks it down the field again and i was like you gotta be kidding me and then and then the obvious the infamous uh the air guitar from josh Allen with a gigantic smile on his face right oh yeah
2: that is that is my favorite gift
1: yeah for sure for, for sure my, so, number 10, oh, my number 10 my number 10 before uh, that though because oh, yeah
2: before that josh allen where josh allen get the guitar we had to put up with the deshaun watson guitar right right for that right. freaking wild card game i've seen deshaun watson play the air guitar Way too much. It was finally nice to get a chance to see Josh Allen struck, stri- strike, strike, stroke, strike, pluck, strike, pluck, pluck, yeah. pluck, pluck that yeah, air guitar. There we go. Yeah, you're yeah. the what,
1: musician what, on me. Whatever, whatever it is, the Pete Townend. So it was what he was <laughs> doing. Like, like uh, Deshaun Watson does more of the like the banjo flick, where, whereas Allen was doing like the full on windmill. Like lose the thumbnail <laughs> coming when you rake the strings, uh, which I have never done because I haven't wanted to lose a thumbnail. Uh, just in case anybody's wondering. So my number ten. Was the back corner end zone pass to uh, Gabriel Davis in the Steelers game uh, to go up 23 to seven? And that's funny because, like, that was to me, that was a that game was an interesting, fun, difficult, challenging, scary. Like, Mm -hmm. who like there was something that the Buffalo Bills showed us in that football game because, you know, obviously they started out, it was very tight, it was very close. The offense couldn't get anything going. Uh, TJ Watt was destroying uh, our offensive line. Or, no, no, it was Cam Hayward was destroying our offensive line, and then adjustments were made, right? And then, and then, like, like they just put Darrell Williams, the unsung hero, of, in my opinion, of the Buffalo Bills offense uh, for 2020, they put him on TJ, double teamed Cam Hayward, and the whole game flipped. But that ball that he placed, that Josh Allen placed to, to Gabriel mm-hmm. Davis in the back corner, left corner of the end zone, just putting it between defenders, was an elite pass. And yep. that I think that was the hard part for me, even with doing this. Is like how many elite pat? it was funny because we could probably do this again and, and rank the 20 best throws of the season because he had mm-hmm. so many just like toe tappers. How many toe tappers did you see when you were going through your research? Oh, where he when, was just
2: When he was rolling out like to the left, like that San Francisco game sticks out to me like a sore thumb with Cole Beasley yep. and then some of those Gabriel Davis ones in the wild card. But that was yep. actually in my notes. Like after I wrote my 10 down, I added a little note section. And in my notes section, I said Allen's most remarkable plays this year weren't touchdowns. Right. Like right. It, and it, it here's what I I want to call Josh Allen's game. It's it's calculated sandlot football. It's not sandlot mm. football. Mm. It's calculated sandlot That's football. Good. And That's like good. the dude is just magic. And it's surreal to have a guy with that sort of like Brett Favre type of, you know, mm-hmm. moxie to him playing quarterback for you. Cause Like, it's just fun. Like, it's fun.
1: But when he gets out there on the outside and he's running and he's going to throw a ball to the sideline, he could literally throw it 35 yards downfield through a rat hole. Like... Like, he's more accurate, like, running to the sideline and trying to hit a guy on the sideline than it seems like he is anywhere mm-hmm. on the football field. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's my number 10. Um, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts about that game or that throw at all? Well, I don't want, I don't want you to give it away if it's on your list.
2: But Well, the, the the Davis throw was on my list, but it was one of the ones where I cheated, and I threw the Diggs one in there, too. So I kind of both. So uh, <laughs> we'll I'll get, get to there. the Diggs one later. But isn't this your infamous John Fina game? Is this the one where John Fina texts you to halftime? Like, don't
1: worry, we yes. got this. <laughs> no, it was beforehand. It was right, but it was right before the pick six. He said that uh, that uh, that uh, Dable had him figured figured out. So he had made some adjustments, and he had him figured out. He goes, and he, maybe it was during halftime, and that Alan was going to blow. Like Alan's going to go nuts in the second half. And I was just kind of like, oh, oh, okay. You say yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he and, was right. And
2: to the throw, like in my notes, I just wrote down like it was a better throw than the digs touchdown because, like, like you mentioned, it was just he fitted into a really tight zone window. Like mm-hmm. there was that underneath corner and then there was the over the top safety who was Minka freaking Fitzpatrick, by the way.
1: Right. right.
2: Um so he just threaded it between those two guys in zone coverage and and made it look easy.
1: Yeah, super good. My number nine was in a loss. And this again came it was another one of those holy crap, did he just throw that football? I remember sitting on the couch and being upset at the NFL. I was upset about COVID. I was pissed off about the Titans. I was mad of when the game was being played. I was pissed off because it was going to mess up my plans to do the hump day hotline at Magruder's before the Chiefs game on Thursday, the NFL reneged. So I was just insanely frustrated. And then the bills, the way they were playing against the Titans. But when Josh Allen bought all that time in the in that Titans football game, late, and then ended up rolling out to his left and threw that dart to TJ Yeldon in the end zone, where the defenders were like, "Wait a minute, what just happened?" Like the like <laughs> there was like three or four defenders standing around. Yeldon, the ball goes, and like just hit him in the chest, and like they were just kind of like, "Wait, wait, wait, did that just happen?" Like that to me, there's just no mm. quit. Uh, he the late the ball he threw, just the level of. I don't know what the word is. Just the, the the level of difficulty in that throw, and the fact that Josh Allen just wasn't going to lay down, right? I mean, how many times do we see quarterbacks just kind of lay down and that? Oh well, it is what it is, and just chuck the ball away. And he didn't. He just threw mm-hmm. a freaking laser, a frozen rope to Yeldon in the back of the end zone, and I was like, man. So yeah, yeah.
2: But, that did not make my list because I'm not gonna lie to you. I did. I watched. I watched the highlights from the Chiefs game. I watched the highlights from the Cardinals game, but I may or may not have fast-forwarded past the Titans and Chiefs highlights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have nothing from those two games. That's funny. Your are number nine.
2: All right, my number nine, week 15, Josh Allen to Jake Cromereau, 21 yards mm. uh, in Denver, in mile high. I mean, just a bazooka laser between mm. three dudes. Uh, I mean, there's what, one, two, three quarterbacks in the league who can make that throw it put us back up 21 to seven after that Mm -hmm. Andre Roberts fumble and Andre Roberts never, never fumbles. Uh, and you know, it was a touchdown for touchdown Jesus. So, you
1: know, that's why I got it as number nine. (laughs) And then he got cut. He got cut. Yeah. (laughs) Nice throw. Jake pack your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) it makes no sense but yeah no that's a fan it's that's on my list as well uh so for me uh number eight is the uh stefan diggs touchdown pass in in the or catch in the second patriots game uh and i had the same trouble because he's got three in this football game however this one was more on josh allen whereas the other two Mm -hmm. i mean obviously he had the deep ball uh and then there was the one that where You know, Diggs did his little thing and like broke away from three, or it was two defenders, whatever the couple of defenders. Yeah. But the one where, where Allen was rolling to his left, feeling the pressure, and he just rips his hips to the right, gets his body square, and then chucks that football into, into Diggs, like low in a way where only Diggs can get it. For me, that was just like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Like,
2: is that the one where they went up 38 to nine? Like, was that the last one?
1: Yeah. uh, I believe so, yes.
2: Okay. Cause that one was incredible because, Allen was rolling right, like, to hit a design play to, to Beasley in the flat. And it wasn't there. Like, the New England right. Patriots covered it perfectly. So, Allen, just like, as you mentioned, he turned and he rolled and he drifted way back, like, to the 20-yard line back. Right. And he had a defender chasing after him. The defender was super close. And, like, snap of a finger, he contoured his body straight, centered himself, and he, like, pivoted and just threw across his body – 30 yards in the air, 30 yards mm. in the air. So it was an eight-yard touchdown, but there was 30 air yards that thing, like off mm. it, like going across his body to Diggs. And you mentioned it in the back of the end zone. He was absolutely draped by J.C. Jackson, Stephon Diggs was, yep, yep. and Allen threw it to only where he could get it. And I don't like to play this card too much, but if Patrick Mahomes had made that play, that is the NFL play of the oh, year. Yeah. That play oh, was incredible. Sure. That was my number one of my number ones. So you oh, have it no. ranked at number eight. That was my number one play of the season. Like
1: that was my yeah, number it, one throw. And this this was not an easy task, right? Mm-hmm. So And it's funny because like Marino and I had a different list too. But it's – and like so some of mine that were high were really low on his. And for me, it's just it's just where it kind of felt for me and like what mm-hmm. – I can't – I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to how you're going to rank versus I'm going to rank versus somebody else is going to rank they're all great like it's like you had 20 right at some point at yeah. 21 you said um so that that was my number eight my number seven was the rushing touchdown that I think it was 27 yard rushing touchdown that, okay. J- that Josh Allen had against Denver um it was just easy it was shades of 2018 Josh Allen like what's funny about Allen rushing the football 18 19 and 20 mm-hmm. is in 18 it looked so natural I mean he, he clearly wasn't playing quarterback he was playing running back like wildcat running back. Like he wasn't, he was hitting his back foot and going. He wasn't waiting to see if guys were open. The offensive line was, the offensive line was atrocious. Like, so he was just like taking off and like just using every sheer amount of athleticism he had. And then 19, it kind of like got a little, and then, and then this past year, he was a little more like the design runs were kind of herky jerky. They were like, it wasn't super flowy. Like he was a quarterback and it was kind of like he not lumbering, but it was just different. And that touchdown rush, just was easy and it just looked like oh yeah i remember that guy like i remember that kid and it was just and then obviously when he came across the the goal line with the football out and there's josh Allen celebrations aren't like amazing but man they feel good
2: it's very (laughs) like they're simplistic they are they are beautiful because of how simple they are
1: (laughs) right 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 what's your number seven
2: well i actually didn't even get to share my number eight yeah i think we've already screwed this up no. Oh, I think I used to go two in a row and I didn't do it. So uh, that's <laughs> on me. But my number eight was week nine. Um, and a name that's going to pop up a lot on my list today is Isaiah McKenzie. My number nine, Josh, mm. my number eight, Josh Allen to Isaiah McKenzie, 25 yards in that Seattle game. I mean, yeah, the yeah. fans were nervous in that Seattle game. We mm-hmm. were scared. We were pessimistic heading into the week. The Buffalo Bills have been winning by the skin of their teeth against some lower-level competition, uh, the Jets and the Patriots. So we came I, – I, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but I think a lot of us came into that game with a very low bar for the Buffalo Bills yeah. to have to meet. Yeah. And boy, did they meet it because, bam, a minute yeah. and 30 – into the, a minute 30 into the football game, we're up 7 nothing. So was it the most spectacular touchdown ever? No, but I just think the statement that was made yeah, a minute 30 into that football game to get up on the CLC Hawks like that was just – that's why it's number eight on my list.
1: That's good. It's good. Seven?
2: Seven would be week 13. Josh Allen again to Isaiah McK- McKenzie. This nice. time it was the 23-yarder uh, against uh, the San Francisco 49ers in, uh, in Glendale in Arizona. It was a McKenzie – first of all, the play was incredible. It was a McKenzie jet sweep. There was an RPO to motor, so a fake handoff and the Mm. the fake jet sweep, obviously. And then Isaiah McKenzie just booked it towards the end zone, and Josh Allen just floated a nice little beautiful moon ball right into Isaiah McKenzie, who was streaking to the end zone for a touchdown. And what made this play stick out to me was not only was it a a beautiful play, beautiful play design, but it was either Brian Greasy or Lewis Riddick, one of the two, were like, this was incredible. By either Brian Dable or Josh Allen or a combination of the two, Mm -hmm. Because they had been playing zone defense all game. And I really think it was Brian Greasy. So I'm gonna give Brian Greasy credit here. He goes, (laughs) he goes, they were they were playing zone all game. And somehow Josh Allen and Brian Dable were able to figure out the one play that they were gonna run man-to-man coverage, and they ran a man beater. Like that play was designed to beat man coverage, and they'd happened to run it the one time or the first time in the game that San Francisco had had run man coverage. So To me, that was just incredible because it showed how in sync Dable and Allen were, and it gives fans a lot of hope for for how Josh Allen is reading those defenses.
0: Businesses have always needed customers, so customer engagement has always been a thing. You know, steak dinners, golf, in-person handshakes, not exactly efficient, though. But thanks to ZoomInfo, times have changed. Now you can engage with the right customers across all channels and grow your business efficiently and effectively, all from one platform. Sorry, steak dinner guy. We've got work to do. Unlock insights. Engage customers. Win faster at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo. How business goes to market.
1: The other thing, and I I brought this up on the Marino show, uh, the the last Patriots game that the Bills played uh, in Foxborough, that obviously we you know Josh Young went nuts in that football game. Like there were there were several plays where Belichick put seven defensive backs on the football field, and like Mm -hmm. Marino and I were talking about that, and it's like Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. Like like football coaches, like you don't like defensive coordinators don't do that. Like seven, like often, and it just what does that mean when Bill Belichick is like so afraid? Is that the word you use? Like so concerned mm-hmm. about Joshua Patrick Allen that he's putting seven defensive be- no linebackers on a football field? Like, I mean, I I don't even know that we I don't know that we stop and contemplate that enough. Like, yeah. it's like, wait a second, this kid might be like. Really that's how
2: you. Good. That's how you know he's legit. When you got guys like Bill Belichick, yeah, just as you mentioned, like it, early on in his career, what did Bill Belichick do? He stacked the box. He mm-hmm. made Josh Allen be a quarterback, and that's how he beat Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. this year he's like um I, I need to make josh allen be a running back like <laughs> right. i i need to make them run the football because i'm so afraid of him passing the football so yeah that's yeah that's a great point
1: the dude the dude befuddled uh 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 which we call it vic fangio he befuddled bill yep. belichick um uh robert and, sala and robert sala that's what i was thinking of like just to get the, the names Brian Flores, on the, twice. Brian Flores the, twice the names on the list and you know, obviously, I don't believe for a second that the the Spagnola last game, or even the first Chiefs game. I don't know that that was as much on Spagnola as it was possibly on our coaching staff or just execution on our team. But mm. the kid's good. Um, so you you've done I think two in a row. I'm going to give you a third one so you can go to six, and then right. I'll do my six and my five.
2: Three in a row of Isaiah McKenzie here. I just realized yeah.
1: that. Oh wow, Jay Spence would be proud.
2: Uh, week <laughs> 17, Josh Allen to Isaiah McKenzie. It was uh, it was 15 yep. yards. It was a 15 yep. yarder. He had all day to throw Josh Allen and. This was just the most. It, it's honestly the most badass thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I think on a football field, he points one guy <laughs> and he's about to throw it to one guy, and the other guy just gets ripped to the ground by the defenders. And now flags are flying. So he yep. looks elsewhere. He points another guy, like he's like that guy in that baseball movie who like points his shot for the home run. I can't remember what movie right. that was, but uh, like,
1: there was a lot of them. But yes, yeah, I know just like straight,
2: right. he's just out there like pointing at wide receivers and telling them where to go. He did it twice in one play. Like you'll see a quarterback do that every once in a while. But right. twice in one play, it was absolutely insane. And then finally, a defender sort of is about to get to Allen, and Allen can sense him coming from his blind side. And ju- just before that, Josh just before he gets crushed, Josh Allen lets out a nice little dime floater over the head of like two defenders into Isaiah McKenzie in the back of the end zone, off mm-hmm. of his off of his back foot too. Yep, just an absolutely phenomenal throw. Uh, and it happened to also be touchdown pass number thirty-five, which is the reason why I'm getting a tattoo.
1: if i'm not mistaken that's the one that everybody was calling the no look pass is that correct or is that a different one
2: Uh, that i i don't think that was the no look it might have been um it certainly didn't look like a no look pass from my angle, there's but so, it may not, have that's been. That's
1: not the one because the no look pass. And I don't think it was a no look pass. But the no look one is on, Is number is on my list as well. That one mm. is not. The, if they're two different, there's so many. It's easy to get confused. Like I did what you did. I took notes like how, like what, like what the point ended up being, like the week, and then it's like, oh, that you know that, that's the touchdown that got them to twenty three points. Just because it's like he had so many like multiple touchdown games to multiple guys. Like mm-hmm. how many how many multiple touchdown games did Diggs have or Davis have or right? I mean. Or Brown, but uh what do we have? Number six, my number six? Yeah, my yep. number six. So I've got uh Stephon Diggs. I've got a lot of digs on my list. Uh the touchdown late in the Cardinals game, um, off his back foot. Again, in a loss, uh, with Diggs falling away. And to me, again, this was just a degree of difficulty uh throw for me. Like when he threw that ball, I don't know where it took me, but it took me when that when that pl- I was literally in Stefan Digg's headspace. Like that's why you pay me. Like that mm-hmm. was the space I was in. Like the, these guys are like crazy good at football. and Josh Allen is coming of it. like as many as many coming of age parties as we had in 2020. That was another one where it was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Like it was just that that whole sequence getting down the field. Uh, obviously take, taking the lead on that throw. To me, it was just unbelievable. Now, we we know how it ended, but for me, that that pass <laughs> and that touchdown was just, I, yeah. I think and that and that's what made it hurt even worse when mm-hmm. when they when they lost that football game. Yeah. but that that was my six. So yeah, that was your six. On I think that was my six. Yeah.
2: Okay, because that was my five. So I was I just have to say, like that oh. was my that was my number five because um, number one, like you said, it was an absolute dime into the back half of the end zone. Um, you know, and it was over Patrick Peterson too. So it yep, was yep. it was Patrick Peterson who was blanking Stephon Diggs. Only Diggs could get it, put us up 31 26 with 35 seconds left. Like this was Josh's moment. And right. nothing like it sent like a shiver down my spine in real time, watching that football game when Isaiah McKenzie comes up, puts his arms around Stephon Diggs and yells, This is why we brought you here. Like this That's is why right. we brought you here. Like just absolute goosebumps in All that moment. Fields. Um, cause that was supposed to be Josh's moment and Kyler Murray had to go ruin it about, you know, uh, five minutes later. Um, who would have thought 35 seconds was enough time to throw a freaking touchdown, but it was easier to swallow now because of the prime, prime time onslaught that was right. going to follow a few weeks later. But <laughs> funny, funny story about that game. Obviously I live out here. I live 10 minutes from the stadium. Uh, they were only letting a select few people, uh, you know, into the stadium, like media and stuff right. like that. Uh, so I couldn't go. I went to, I like to watch games alone. Like, I, I don't like to watch games with other people.
1: It just me same. Well, it's funny because I wasn't like that in the 90s. And then the 20 years, 17 years did that to me. And now the only person I want to watch is with McKenna is with my daughter. Like, so mm-hmm. that's yes, I'm with you. So, yes, if it's going to go bad, I don't want anybody in the room asking me questions or why this happened or why that happened. Like, I'm yep. with you.
2: Yeah, I just I just I just want to focus on the game and also I'm um, just an absolute train wreck. Like I'm pacing up and down. Um, I'm moving. It's like at some points, like if we're on like a like we're on a we're on a drive and like we score a touchdown, I happen to be like petting my dog. When we score the touchdown, I'll hold my dog for like the next three drives. Like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> all, it's, it, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. It's pathetic, what honestly. Do, watching what if they score a morning. touchdown
1: while you're in the bathroom? Would you stay in the bathroom? Uh, I don't
2: go to the bathroom during games. Like, like <laughs> people assume, like, oh, math is probably pounding like five beers, six beers during a game. I stop drinking. I stop eating. I can't eat or drink during a game. Can't do either. Cause number one, I don't want to go to the bathroom. And number two, if I ate anything, I'd throw it up. Like, that's how nervous I am during every game. Like, even it's when amazing. we're out of playoff contention, I'm still freaking that nervous for a game. It's ridiculous. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's completely unhealthy. I should the probably rhymer, get is, help for it.
1: There is uh, a rhyme or reason. Bill's Mafia. <laughs> the reason there's a rhyme or re- The reason there's a rhyme or reason. The, re- the reason that we feel this way is Bill's fans, in my opinion. And I'm not a psychologist. I'm not mm. a therapist. I'm not. I do some counseling work at work, but I'm not. I, like, even when I counsel people, it's like, I'll meet with you three times, but I'm not a counselor. If you need help, you need to go find help. Um, but. It's because this team represents us. Like, Mm -hmm. this team is our identity. Like, for some reason, Buffalo, Buffalonians, sons and daughters of Buffalo, you and me, we grew up in this place. Like, that team represents who we are. And every time they trot trot out on a national football field, for us, they're taking us with them. And, like, there's an aspect of how they play represents us like it's like oh yeah that's what we thought you were buffalo and it's like and and it makes us angry versus the opposite of when they win it's like that's right we're on top of the world like we are the underdog we are we are buffalo and i I, i'm sure that other teams feel that way too but it seems like from my living around the country and you live in arizona now uh other nfl fans aren't really like that it's like yep they lost it sucked and 10 minutes later i'm over it and let's not i mean (laughs) Monday in buffalo when the bills lose is like the worst place to be Monday and Buffalo when the bills win like this season, bro. I wish you could have been here. I wish you could have been here. I wish, I wish Spence could have been like every Monday or Tuesday this year was incredible. Like it was just other than probably the Cardinals game and that Titans game. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just, it, it was reminiscent of when I was a kid. Yeah, back in yeah, the 90s. Back,
2: well, back to the, 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 the story too is so Sorry. we're in Arizona, we're in Arizona. And so obviously it's, Watching it in the back patio, uh, outside, you know, in our shorts and our t shirts. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, love. I'm pacing back and forth. Like, I'm trying to be like my in laws know I'm a Bills fan and they're, they're pretty big Cardinals fans. So, so I knew that they would understand, but I was trying, I was trying to contain myself. I was trying to be respectable. Um, I am burying their daughter and all, but, uh, <laughs> I'm like pacing back and forth on that final drive. And Josh Allen goes and he throws that touchdown and I, walk a solid 20 30 yards into their backyard and i just let out a scream and i'm just beating my chest like king kong like i'm just so pumped <laughs> but then but like cuz cuz i'm standing up pacing back and forth like in the back behind everyone and my fiance's is right. like you're being an idiot like stop and i'm like sorry can't help it it's either this or like you just watch me sit there and pee myself like it's if i sit down that's what's going to happen so i'm like uh, i'm uh, i finally come back after you know diggs catches that touchdown And I'm still pacing back and forth and I'm still pacing back and forth. And, you know, my, my, my future father-in-law looks at me and goes, dude, this thing's over. Why are you freaking out? I'm like, dude, I'm a bills fan until that (laughs) clock says zero, zero until that clock says zero, zero, uh, my heart will be racing. Like, I, I've seen some stuff. I remember, like, <laughs> I've even <seen> some stuff. <laughs> I, I have seen some things. I I, I have seen some things. I, I still think back to that Jason Campbell throw with the Raiders. I don't even think he completed it, but still scared the heck out
1: of me. And I've been scared ever since that day. Uh-huh. I don't want to go down this. I don't want to go down yeah. the heartbreak. Yeah. The heartbreak We're home not going to go down the home, heartbreak home road. Home but... openers have been too, like, where like the Byron leftwich game, all freaking <laughs> Nate Clements has to do is knock the football. Like, I don't yeah. want to go down this road. The Stevie Johnson blaming, you know, the, the drop Jet, against the, the Jets Steelers. home opener goes to overtime. And like on the kickoff, he returns it back for a touchdown. Oh, you I was at that kidding.
2: game. I was at that I game. Was I? I was <laughs> also at the game in the Meadowlands where all we had to do was like run the clock out, and JP Losman fumbled and. I think it was like Sean Ellis ran the ball into the end zone. That was fun. Was
1: freaking uh, McKelvin McEl- fumble, and th- Tom Brady goes down the field twice and throws two tight end seam <laughs> passes. It's like you've got like, why are we going down this road? Stop yeah, we, it. We
2: stuff. but anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, they they sure enough they they complete the helm they complete the hell Murray. Uh, my future brother in law does exactly what I does. Run about runs about thirty yards into the into the backyard, lets out a huge scream, starts beating his chest, and I'm sitting on like a pile of of lawn chairs that they have stacked in the back of the room. And like, it, I don't know if anyone, like you probably, you probably seen it and anyone was listening, seen it arrested development. There's a scene where Job is just sitting in a chair, yeah, like really yeah. sunken and like, uh, hello darkness, my old friend by, uh, Simon oh, and Garfunkel starts playing that was literally me <laughs> for a solid 30 minutes. Like my, like my father-in-law came and was like, are you okay? And I'm just sunken no. in, in this like pile of lawn chairs, like my, my sad throne. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was bad. It was real bad. But hey. That's amazing. We made the playoffs and they didn't. So
1: that's right. That's right. So the snake draft thing or the snake thing is not working for us. So let's, <laughs> let's just go. Uh, you did your five. I'll do my five. That's where yeah. we're at. Right. I'm on my five. And yeah. then you'll do your four. I'll do my four. So maybe right. we can keep that straight. <laughs> um, my five is the Seahawks game. Uh, the, again, the Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Davis touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason that I loved this, this play, I mean, there were so, there's so many. And, it, but for, I remember talking about this one on my post game show, the fact that allen it was an rpo allen took the handoff and was going you know, whatever he read on the offensive line he was going to run it into the end zone he gets one step in and the defender comes free and he's like whoops and then just basically stands up and pops it over his head and like throws it to gabriel davis i was just it was just completely unexpected i thought for sure he was going into the turf and he just stands up and throws the ball over the guy's head and like hits hits davis in the end zone for the touchdown uh, that to me was just, it just again other world. Like you just don't see quarterbacks do and, that.
2: And and that play too, because that was originally on my list and I took it off. It was another j- fake jet sweep by Isaiah McKenzie, then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an RPO to Devin Singletary, a fake right. handoff to Devin Singletary, and then Josh Allen even pulled a little bit of a Tebow where he started to run and then pulled back and threw it. So like there yep. was just so much going on in that play to free up Gabriel Davis. It was that av- planned or unplanned. It was absolutely incredible.
1: But I think he planned to run it. I don't think he. I don't think. I think his intention yeah. was to try to run the football. And when that when that rusher came free or came open, he was like, "Oh, like, and just <laughs> I had that option too. I'll just throw it." Like, yeah, it was just different. Uh, Your number four, yeah,
2: yeah. My number four would be week three, uh, Josh Allen to uh, Tyler Croft for eight yards versus the LA Rams, helping mm. us save face after our defense uh, blew that huge lead, and mm. we advanced to three and zero. It was a victory over a legit team and m- your memory is probably better than mine i can't remember why but every single person in the national media lost their mind after that game like something happened where like uh, there was a bad call that allowed the bills yeah. to even get to the yeah, end, a, red was, zone. A,
1: they, they, they called it. They called it defensive uh, pass interference, but it wasn't. It was illegal contact. Yeah. The, the defender wrote him down. Wrote him down the. Wrote him mm-hmm. down the field. Rode, I don't remember who it was, but he rode the rode the receiver down the field, which is illegal contact. They called it pass interference. Either way, it's a first down. It yeah. doesn't matter, and it's ha- and, like the ball is basically spotted in the same spot. Yeah,
2: and and what all those national media people because they don't actually watch the games, they just watch the highlights. Right. Um, right. What they didn't notice was like. Two or three flags that were absolutely ridiculous on us earlier in that game. Right again, for right. life me can't remember anything, but I do remember just laughing at like Field Yates and at uh, <laughs> a couple of other reporters. Right, I literally just, I just they didn't read it, but I still replied to them like ha ha, like I just didn't care. <laughs> I, I, I was I was having fun with how upset they were. All those fake Rams fans in the national media.
1: If you're going to do the ha, you got to do the one from the Simpsons, from the
2: <laughs> Oh, that's what, I, that's what I did. Yeah, oh, don't you worry. That's what I did.
1: <laughs> My number four was the uh, McKenzie floater touchdown in the Week 17 Miami Dolphins football game that we were kind of – that I was I was wondering if you were thinking yeah. the same one. That McKenzie that, – that was the McKenzie game, right? The, yeah, that, that three Week touchdowns. Football game. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a matter of Allen standing back there, and everybody thought it was a no-look pass, and I didn't fight people on Twitter about it, but it wasn't. It was just – the floater that he threw combined with the timing and Isaiah being as fast as he is, he's looking at Isaiah like way over on his left. Like, and he knows he's going to come free based on the, based on the coverage. And he just throws it like over to the S on his right while he's looking at Isaiah. Cause that's if you've ever played football and you are throwing a timing pattern, that's what you do. You don't look to the spot where you're going to throw it. You're watching the receiver, but like literally he threw it. I don't even know like half the half the end zone in front of him like and the ball and like from the end zone it looked like he was throwing a no look pass but he wasn't he was just trying to get out in front of him um it was just that whole game was just that was my number 1 game my number 1 win of the season uh so that 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 yeah that throw was just incredible you're number 3
2: my number 3 was uh week 14 versus Pittsburgh I I threw in both of the touchdowns cuz I cheated uh I had the <laughs> Allen to Diggs and the Allen to Davis we already talked about the Allen to Davis but yeah, yeah, the yeah. Allen to Diggs for 19 yards as well I, j- just the whole narrative around that game. First of all, the daunting Pittsburgh defense, TJ Watt. Mm. Mm. Um all of us were, you know, petrified heading into that football game and Nervous. they shut us down yep. in the 11 first and
1: 1. Half. Yep, 11 yeah. and 1. They shut us yep.
2: down in the first half and then we came out in the second half and made a statement, which is very unBills like. So that was really fun uh to see. And um, you know
1: Those those ones are tough for me because I there were, to me that play was made by Diggs. Diggs when he got that, so the route was good, the throw was great and Diggs, when he cuts to his left he makes the perfect move to 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 get himself perfectly between the defenders so he doesn't go he doesn't shade himself too far to the right defender doesn't shade himself too too far to the left like all in a split second and literally just squeaks through them like to me that play was made by was made by Diggs. but yeah i get it i totally get it so yeah were you going to say something else
2: no, no no no
1: your dog your dog wants to talk i can oh, yeah what is
2: going on I don't know what my dog is doing. The life of chihuahua life, I guess.
1: Right, right, right. For me, this is the, <laughs> my number. Th- my number three was the uh, was the uh, touchdown. Jesus throw. There was just something about that throw. Um, it was a very much a this is who we are moment. Like for with Josh Allen, that was just that was so. You talked about Brett Favre early earlier. That was just such a. Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers—like just blister into the end zone on a pass that shouldn't be completed or complete a bull, right? Like, like this is just this is who I am, and these are the throws I make. And you know what? I'm going to throw it to the guy that none of you have heard of, right? <laughs> I mean, th- th- to me, so it was just uh, because that's always the, the the hardest touchdowns to take when when they they're scored against you are the ones that are scored against you by the guy that you've never heard of before. It's like, who's that guy? And then you know, and now Josh Allen's doing it, and it's just like, and they're just incredible passes. So that was my number three. So everything okay over there with the dog? Yes, we're breaking. Yeah, I I
2: think I think she's good now. I think she's good.
1: (laughs) Is it Castle Doctrine there, Castle Doctrine, or Duty to Retreat?
2: Yeah, no, no idea. I'm gonna have to soundproof these walls. I think
1: (laughs) that's funny. Number two.
2: Uh, My number two again. I'm a cheater. Cheater me, Cheaterson. Cheater. Uh, I had all three touchdowns in the Colts wildcard game. <laughs> Allen, to no- uh, Allen to Knox for three yards, where, you know, it looked like some people said yeah. it was planned. Some people said it was improvised, where Josh Allen turned what looked like a dead play into a touchdown. Very yeah. Mahomes esque. Um, you had the Josh Allen run for five yards on the RPO to put us back in the lead before the half. And then you had that beautiful 40 yarder uh to Stefan Diggs, a perfect mm. dime into double mm. coverage. Right over the cornerback's shoulders and into Diggs' chest. That's great. And it's just the whole narrative of that game, right? Like there right. were people in that Texas that Texans game who had been like, Oh, Josh Allen, like Peter Schrager is like won't get off his high horse. Josh Allen lost the Texans game. Like, yeah, I don't know if Josh Allen lost the Texans mm. game. I think the mm. Bills' lack of an alpha receiver probably lost us the game. Our defense lost us the game. I wouldn't put it all on Josh Allen. Was he perfect? Dawson Knox no. missing that block yeah. the
1: quarterback sweep lost the game.
2: Uh the stupid penalty on Cody Ford that wasn't a penalty. I mean, re- regardless. Uh so what I loved about that game was this is a team who hadn't won a playoff game in twenty five years, twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this dude, Josh Allen and Josh Allen alone put us on our back and let us do in a game that I honestly didn't think we we're going to win it. I didn't think we were going to mm. win. I was like, damn mm. it. We're going to be making those Sean McDermott, Marvin Lewis comparisons all offseason." Right. Like, and <laughs> right it's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal. Right. Uh, right. But Josh Allen, and it, you know, I want to say Josh Allen alone, but like he, he put us on our back. Diggs made yeah. some good plays. Gabe Davis was absolutely incredible. Gabriel Davis was yep. absolutely incredible. But that's where, that's the other point I made earlier, where it's like some of his best throws all year, weren't even touchdowns. Like That's right. what, what he was doing in that game, running around playing that calculated Sandlot football and making those beautiful sideline throws and turning nothing into something is what won us that football game. He generated enough offense uh, to, for us to overcome whatever the heck it was we were doing on defense that week.
1: Yeah. Incredible. My number two is the, uh, the John Brown touchdown in the Raiders game. Uh, I love, it was tough for me because that Cole Beasley touchdown was, was great as well. But like, the ball placement on on that that John Brown touchdown for me just in that game that game for me there was just something about that Raiders game for me it just it just had a different feel as much as it maybe wasn't the best win of the season or there was just a different we were just better than that football team and it was just kind of obvious like our offense was just like Allen was good The, the receivers were great like we, we, we shut down Josh Jacobs. It was another game, to your point, where we were all really scared and concerned, you know, can this defense stop Josh Jacobs? Can this defense, you know, stop Derek Carr and their offense and Darren Waller and blah, blah, blah. And, like, Josh Allen just went out there and was like, I got guys open, I'm going to make throws. And he did. And that, that pass to John Brown to me in the goal line was just – was just another one of those like you just don't see trent edwards or jp losman or right any of these guys make that pass so yeah that was
2: between his four interceptions would make that pass but that's about it
1: (laughs) that's funny so here we are at number one what is your number one
2: again i'm I'm, cheater i'm a a cheater i went with the digs game (laughs) i mean there's there's just there's a lot of uh you know there's a lot that went into this thought process here uh me chunking these three plays into one uh, first mm. of all, a primetime beatdown of Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots on Monday Football—like that's just mm. that—that's icing on the cake for me. Oh, yeah. That will be the game. That's the game of the season for me. I don't—I don't know when, yeah. if anyone else has another game, but to me, that's the game of the season. Other than the fact that having gone back and re-watched that game in totality, um, the eulogy that they seem to have for Bill Belichick in the fourth quarter of that game, instead of talking oh, about how good gosh. the Bills were. <laughs> was about the only thing that really ticked me off, but that game was not even close. After that missed extra point that made it ten to nine yeah. instead of ten to ten.
1: That's the kiss of death. Scissors. I don't know if you pay attention yeah. it happened to us that's what happened to us in the chiefs game if you miss the extra point and go to nine points it mm-hmm. seems like every team that does that in the nfl loses like as soon as the bills did that in the chiefs game it was like kiss of death and my daughter was like what i'm like watch <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it is, it's brutal but i mean the 50 yarder the rpo to digs jc jackson was all over him plus there were two other guys in the vicinity but there was yep. nobody over top digs makes that catch yep. takes it to the house the 20 yarder was just a bullet in a double coverage and those two defenders sort of collide and digs walks into the end zone and then uh the eight yarder Allen rolls to the right. And we already talked about that play that just as mm-hmm. I, I think it would have been the player of the year in the NFL had it mm-hmm. not been, uh, you know, had, had his name been Patrick Mahomes, but sure. A couple sure. of things, about a couple of things about that game. Number one, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs, week 15. Uh, he won a heck of a, Lot of people there, uh, or week was it week 15? Was it week 16? I can't remember, but won a heck of a lot of people their fantasy football championships that weekend. And oh, yeah, Josh, yeah, yeah, Josh Allen won me my fantasy football championship. So thank you, Josh Allen. I am now a thousand dollars richer, so I appreciate that. A
1: thousand dollars was
2: my big money league. Don't you worry, yeah, my big money week, league.
1: Yeah, I got destroyed in my championship. Uh, who was it week 16 that went nuts? Um, oh crap, oh, it was uh, Mike
2: Evans because I had Mike Evans, Evans too. Yep.
1: Everybody, yeah, Josh Allen and years. Mike Evans. Everybody, I got destroyed by Mike Evans in that football game. Yeah, it was uh, it was not pretty. So my number one, you've already named, and it's funny because I had this game. I think at four or five, and this was Joe Marino's last game. Like it was his it was his least favorite win because of the gut punch or the. The topsy turviness for me, it was a it was a turn the page moment. It was literally for me, this isn't the same old Bills. This isn't Billsy. This is when you're up twenty eight to three and you and you lose a twenty eight to three lead and you allow the other team to score whatever it was twenty something points or tw- I think there were t- whatever whatever it was and then you come back and win in the fashion that they did to include a third and twenty two. Like for me, that Croft game winner and it, and. When you think of everything that was involved in that moment and in that play, so bet- between the two third down plays, the, the third and 22 and the other third down play, uh, you've got the the pass interference play that was probably defensive holding or, or illegal, illegal contact, but it would have made the same exact outcome on the very next play. And then what he drops back on the last play of the game or what is, amounts to the last play of the game and just throws a nice, soft floater. Like it's no big deal. Like it's just you and me. Yep. Out in the backyard, and it's like whoop, like and like. Thank God Dawson ne- Knox wasn't on the
2: receiving. End of the
1: road. <laughs> That's funny, but to me that was just Tyler Croft. Just brings that home, and you just feel it. Like you feel it. Uh, it, the, it. It just everything just felt different at that moment. It's like this isn't the same old. I don't know what the rest of the season is going to bring us because that that was early. But it's clear this is not the same old Buffalo Bills football team. Uh, is what that pass and that touchdown kind of said to me. So yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm with you. Like there, there's actually a video of me. So I was watching that game, uh, in my living room and my mm-hmm. fiance was laying on the bed, watching TV with the dog. And there's, she literally like, she, she, she heard me sort of r- getting a little riled up. So she turns her phone on she starts like recording a video and she just records like the door. Oh, I watched this. I saw this. And it's yeah. just me screaming <laughs> Like, oh, you beautiful son of a, you know, just yep, me yep, yep. just absolutely erupting in my living room and running I around remember. my living room, like beating my chest and my dog, just like, what the heck is going on?
1: Yeah, I remember this. So this was a fun exercise. Um yeah, any, I enjoyed it. Any reason, any reason to go back and maybe except for ranking the top 10 rushing touchdowns, that might not be as <laughs> did fun. We um, <laughs> <laughs> did we have to? Did we have what How many were Josh Allen? Seven of them? I Eight think of Josh Allen like,
2: one? yeah, six or seven devin singletary had um, a few that were called back i think
1: yes he did uh but uh this was fun so this is what i want to do next what is give me td predictions for josh allen Ooh. in 2021 go out what do you th- what is the roadmap quickly to get uh, to whatever the number is so
2: you know i think that people are going to expect uh josh allen to sort of beat this number next year like all right 42 is the bar now we got to beat it and i think people might expect josh allen to want it they might want josh allen to come out and throw 50 touchdowns next year right i think you're going to see josh allen come somewhere between 35 and 40 touchdowns next year i think
1: passing or total
2: uh total like i I think he'll he'll be somewhere in that 35 to 40 ish range maybe he exceeds 40 again i wouldn't expect josh allen to um far supersede what he did this year i also mm. wouldn't expect a drastic drop but what mm-hmm. I will say this is, I think that the touchdowns will come more consistently. Like he had some of these big games where he threw four or five touchdowns or three, four touchdowns, right? And then mm-hmm. he had some other games where he just threw like one or two. I think you'll see more consistency from week to week. Um, mm-hmm. So those touchdowns might th- there won't be like those small weeks and those big weeks. Those small weeks and those big weeks. You'll just see consistently good football throughout. And the reason why I think that is because watching all these highlights back. The Bills had huge leads in like all of these football games, yep, and yep. then you you look at the box score at the end of the game, and in most cases, the team either like came back or even like took the lead late, and the mm-hmm, and then Josh mm-hmm. Allen had to lead to come back. So mm-hmm. th- these games ended way closer than they had to be, and that leads me to to my number one offseason philosophy, and that is, I think that the Buffalo Bills are going to roll this offense back in twenty twenty one for the most part. I think they're going to make it their mission to re-sign Feliciano, re-sign mm. Darrell Williams, uh, get as many of the wide receivers back as they can, and I think they're going to focus most of their new additions on the defensive side of the ball, with one expe- with one exception, because I don't know if the Buffalo Bills agree with what they did on offense in, mm. in the 2020 season. And that might mm. sound crazy, because we scored so many points, but i feel like Sean mcDermott might go into this off season and and I think Brandon b might go into this off I think if they do add anything to this offense I expect two significant tight end additions in this in this this off season wow. whether two. whether it's a free two free agents like two mid-tier free agents or a free agent and a draft pick I expect the buffalo bills to really fortify the tight end position between Brandon Beans comments and the fact that really Dawson Knox is the only real tight end on this roster right now.
1: Lee yeah. Smith's Croft, retiring. Croft, Croft, Cro- yeah, Croft is gone. Croft
2: so is, is gone. Retired, yeah. Reggie yeah. Gilliam, like he's a special teamer in a fullback. He's not nothing special. And who knows if Tommy sure. Sweeney's ever going to play football again. So right. really the Buffalo Bills only have one tight end, and that's Dawson Knox. And I'm not yep. saying Dawson Knox is irredeemable, but I do think that the Buffalo Bills probably see this as a chance to fortify the tight end position. I expect the Buffalo Bills to move back to more – man and power concepts in the run game as opposed to uh zone blocking in the run game which means we're probably gonna see less spread from the bills in 2021 Mm. and more things like 11 and 12 personnel and so i think that that will bring down josh allen's numbers because i think the bills sean mcdermott being the defensive mastermind that he is i think part of him is saying like we were so bad on defense um because we couldn't close out these games because we couldn't run the ball like i really think that's probably something he believes so i think Mm -hmm. the I think the Bills are probably going to um go back to some of the things that worked on the ground for them in the past in the first two seasons. Uh, you know, under Brian Dable. And I think it'll slow down the offense a little bit, but I think that'll be by design because I think Sean McDermott wants to get his defense back up to snuff. And I think he sees the running game as more of a reason why the defense sucked than uh than uh than than the actual defense.
1: Super good. This was a lot of fun, Judge. Yeah, a lot of fun. I had fun. a good time, man. That sixty yeah, minutes flew you.
2: by, and look at that—we did it right on the dot. I'm looking at yeah, it. it's I like fifty-nine
1: fifty-five. That. Well, we're not done because I need to find. It. I want you to tell everybody where they can find you, so all of your like, you know, like push all your shows where they can get you oh, on uh, uh, on the Twitter box and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, D- don't even try to follow me on Facebook or Instagram because I never check it. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Judge Mathis, and obviously at um, our show, The Bills Guys. Uh, we we air the Air Raid Hour every Monday and Thursday night. Eight Eastern, uh, myself and my co-host Dave Tilton. We just like to have a good time, uh, talk draft, talk free agency. We will be rolling all throughout uh the offseason. And uh mm. you can catch my podcast the take at the same time uh yours drops. Uh mm. I have been tasked with filling your slot this off season mm. and then uh Rico will be uh, you know, back at it with his uh Sunday night recast on Monday mornings yeah, yeah. during the regular season because I'm way more I have opinions during the off season, during the regular season. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Uh, so um, that, seems, that seems backwards to me. <laughs> yeah. So head on over to uh, head on over to su- support, uh, support BF uh, support BF.com. And you can find everything Buffalo fanatics from the Insta to the YouTube, to the Facebook, all that good stuff
1: super good super 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 mad amount of love for all my guys over at the fanatics actually in my intro that you weren't on before i brought you on i i I talked a lot about that so that was cool we miss you man uh yeah dude it's uh well it's I'm, I'm just now getting right back into the vein of this thing but yeah it's weird to, it's it's weird to be that connected to a community and then like be disconnected for six weeks and just kind of be out there as a free agent like an unrestricted free agent is kind of like hello like like not making content either it's like does anybody remember me like i do i i still exist uh but uh but yeah i appreciate you uh coming on the show and this was a lot of fun i'll, I'll have it's a long off season i'll have, probably have you on again oh so yeah it's just, uh, if you ever are-
2: you ever need someone to talk about their favorite draft prospects and
1: <laughs> well, it's highly
2: overrated players from the university at Buffalo. I'm your guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the overreaction sports podcast on the Buffalo rumblings podcast network, which is still a little strange for me to say, because that's only the second time I've ever said it. Uh, I am Joe Miller, the voice of the overreaction podcast uh, brought to you by the market dominator. And this has uh, been a, an awesome show with my guy, judge Mathis uh, from Buffalo fanatics. Uh, We will catch you next time, everybody. uh, Judge, give me a go, Bills. Go, Bills. Go, Bills.
0: Businesses love data. Like, really love it. But is just having data enough? Yeah. Nope. Because the smart businesses, the really smart ones, use ZoomInfo. It leverages data to unlock useful insights. Insights so you know who to reach and how to reach them. Letting you grow your business. So ask yourself, is your data insightful? Now it is. Unlock insights. Engage customers. Win faster at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo. How business goes to market.